Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we review a dark romance book, drink some high noons, laugh our asses off, and rant about all of the hot smutty sex. There will be spoilers, so if you want to read it first, close now and come back later. We also want to duly note this is an explicit podcast where we will be talking about all the taboo topics we read, including explicit sex of all varieties, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and filthy language. We are your hosts, Jillian and Morgan. Are you ready? Yes. Welcome back to the Smut Hive. Hello. Hi, Morgan. Hi, Jillian. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. It's been a great week. Yeah. Yeah. It has. Busy. Yeah. Yeah. It's always busy. Yeah. (laughs) What you buzzing about? Hmm. Well, um, the Smut Hive is possibly going to be teaming up with other podcasts and doing a joint episode, which we don't have the details locked down yet. So we're not going to say any more than that, but we're pretty excited to join up with some other podcasts. Yeah. I'm also possibly throwing around around the idea of having um, a couple of my guy friends come on here and chit chat about things that we like in books versus things that or how they make maybe think how that makes them feel or how the dating situation is going in real life because you know I don't date Mm -hmm. because I'm married right um you know like what's happening in 2022 for the for dating and everything's online now and I'm curious yeah so I don't know ideas I'm throwing around It'd be even funnier if we could get like some guys to read a book. Right. That would be amazing. Right. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Yep. All, all things in the think tank. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. What about you? Um, I am all in my spooky season right mm-hmm. now. Decorations are everywhere. Everywhere you go, people are decorated. The stores are bopping. Like it's, I'm, I'm ready to like throw candy at children. It's fantastic. I love it. I, I love d- Halloween. I did buy some pumpkin spice uh, creamer. And my husband was like, oh, that's where we're at now. Okay. Yep. So you can determine the season. Right. It's so funny. I actually, um, so I I do sugar-free creamers and I finally found the like mocha peppermint, mm. but I don't drink that until like after Thanksgiving. Like yeah. that's my Christmas slash winter that's creamer, fair. but it was on sale and they had it at yeah. zero sugar. And I'm like, oh, let me get that. And I brought it in the house and my husband's like, are we skipping pumpkin season? Like what is happening right yeah. now? And I'm like, no, no, I'm just holding on to it. That's for right. right. Now. That's right. Yeah. I love it. Hey, we read a book. We did. We read Beauty from Pain by Georgia Cates. We did. This is book one of the beauty series. There are three books in total. Um, So yeah, I think that I've heard for a minute that this might be optioned by Passion Flicks. Yeah, I think so too. But it might be one of those where they released that information a while ago. I don't trust Passion Flicks now. (laughs) My trust has been demolished. I no longer trust them. So who knows? Yeah. It'd be cool. I've read all three books. I know you have not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'd be a good a good movie for sure. Or a series. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, I read the first book. Um, I think that I will continue with the series. Just ran out of time. Yeah. Because when we had to record this. But yeah. Um, I really, I liked this book. Yeah. I liked this book. I could see it definitely being yeah. a series. 
Yeah. All right. So here's what you got. You, of course, got your main chick. Uh, her name is Laurelyn Prescott. Uh, she is 22. She is going on a trip uh, to spend the summer in Australia with her BFF Addison. Addison's brother, Ben, lives in Australia. Yes. So they're going to go crash with him uh, for like three months. And you get the impression that she has gone through a breakup. Um, and so apparently that means you need to just skip the country. Like that's how bad it must have been. And so she is now deciding to spend the summer in Australia where she I knows mean, nobody. To be fair, breakup aside, sometimes I wish I would have traveled mm -hmm. like that. I mean, three months is a long time, but I've always wanted to go to Australia. If I got the chance, like before I was, you know, like married with kids to go somewhere like that for three months, like I'm on board. Right. I would love it. I think Australia is really awesome. Um, I went to Comic-Con in San Diego uh, one time. I will never do it again. And <laughs> um, we were in the, for the TV show on the CW called Supernatural. Mm -hmm. We were in that line at like 4.30 in the morning. Like Starbucks wasn't even open yet. And we spent hours with this brother and sister from Australia. First of all, the flight is like 20 motherfucking hours. Oh my God. And it was horrific to hear. I'd their, have to be on drugs. Travel. They're, the travel they explained to us just sounded horrible. And then there are things that will kill you in Australia. I know. Just walking down the street, something is going to come up and kill you. That's my one hang up. Like yeah. spiders, snakes. But like you could see a koala. I don't care. About I mean, I, I love koalas, but not, like not, not as much as uh, to equal out seeing a fucking snake slithering across the road like here a deer stops traffic there you have like cobras and shit yeah. like, no, no hard ass yeah i'm good mm -mm. i don't think australia would be a place that i want to visit no. but you know there you go sorry australia right uh well maybe well, i mean i don't know we have some fans in australia listen put me on a beach yep where like nothing can kill me in the vicinity and i'm good yes like i could do that I just don't want to be anywhere where, like, there's big spiders and snakes. Fair enough. If that's a thing. Yeah, I think it's a thing. Also, doesn't Chris Hemsworth live there? Yes. I mean, that's yes, reason enough. Like, maybe, and Hugh Jackman. Maybe I'll get to see them, like, while I'm out eating breakfast. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth is just going <laughs> to stop eating his omelet to say hi to you. I mean, you never know. Okay. Anywho. One can, one can dream. Yeah. From one dream back to another, <laughs> right. which is the book we read. Right. Um, okay, so they're kicking it in Australia. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Laurelyn, or sometimes I'll refer to her as Elle, meets the brother, Addison's brother, Ben, for the first time. She gets a vibe from him. And she kind of got a vibe from Addison on the flight that, like, he was single and he's really looking forward to meeting her and he's heard all about her and maybe they could kick it for the summer. And Elle is like, absolutely fucking not. Like, I don't mm -hmm. want a penis anywhere near me right now. I just want to hang out with you and, like, enjoy Australia and cool. Right. So she's also a musician. Yeah. And so she's kind of at this crossroads in her life of how she's going to continue her career. Uh, they're from Nashville. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Ben's get a little uncomfortable vibes from the beginning, but she's learning to live with it because, again, she has to stay in this two-bedroom apartment with this man and his sister for, like, three months. Awkward. Yep, it is a little awkward. Uh, but they do decide to go to a bar, and there is karaoke at this bar, mm -hmm. and she does perform, and apparently she's pretty good, and she's, like, blowing the minds of everyone everywhere. Well, there happens to also be a guy who's sitting at this bar, and you flip to his point of view, and his name is Jack. 
uh, Jack McLaughlin. Yeah. McLaughlin. McLaughlin. I don't, it's all Mickey. I think it's, yeah. It's Mickey on me at this point. Yeah. So, yep. So he is basically on the prowl. And he explains to you pretty early that he is looking for the next woman that is going to warm his bed because he has these arrangements. So he's this like billionaire wine vineyard owner connoisseur and travels to all his vineyards personally and like spends time there. And when he spends this chunk of time at each place, he finds a new chick to have sex with. Right. Um, And you get the idea that sometimes there's a little bit more like more companionship that's involved in it. And sometimes it's just straight fucking. Right. But this is what he does for a couple weeks at a time. No names are given and he moves the fuck on. Right. No names, no details, no personal anything. It's just sex, sometimes companionship. When his when he leaves, their time is up and you are never to see each other again. Right. Because you don't even know each other. Right. Names. Yeah. So he, of course, sees Hottie Mick pretty uh, yeah. doing her karaoke thing. And he's like, yep, that's it. So this particular trip in this particular vineyard that he is at, he is having to stay for three months, which is like double the time that he's usually having these type of arrangements. Right. You also understand that he has had this arrangement 12 times. Right. You're like, okay, I'm intrigued. I'm right. interested. What's happening? What's going on? Blah, yep. blah, blah. How are you going to get this? So he decides to take a little bit of an approach that I can appreciate, but it's also kind of stalkery at the same time. He pays his waitress to eavesdrop and ask questions of the girl that he sees because he sees her in a group of people, right? Two other guys and a girl because mm-hmm. you've now got Ben who's brought his best friend, Zach, and Addison, her best friend, is kind of gigging on Zach at this point. Yeah. So it looks that there's a foursome type of situation happening. So he wants to make sure she's not attached to the guy that's, you know, pining after her with love eyes. So he does get the information that they are not together, that she is American, that she just like this waitress learns. I mean, how fucking smart on his part, because I mean, you can't when you walk up to a person at a bar, right. And you want them to like, if you want to go home with them. You need details, but you don't want to come off super creepy and, like, ask them up front. So he gets a woman, by the way, who, let's be serious, girls always release more information around women than they do men because it's not as creepy and weird. Right. So he gets all this information for a solid 200 bucks, doesn't have to be creepy, knows everything he needs to know by the end of the night. Yeah. Smart as fuck. It is smart as fuck. One of the things that he figures out is that there is this, like, I don't know, some kind of fancy wine party. The vintage, like, dinner. Yeah. So Ben is in the wine business. Mm -hmm. So he, of course, has invited his sister and Elle and Zach to go with him as his guest to this thing. So Jack, being in the wine business himself, knows about it and was like, cool, this is a chance encounter type of thing. And it does become a chance encounter because he's pretty much like he meets her at the bar, kind of in the hallway, like enough for her to look at him and to be like, oh, well, hi. Yeah. And then go their separate ways. And then she has a run in with him the next night at this like fancy Mm -hmm. wine thing. And so he's trying to make conversation with her. And she's like, listen, I don't know shit about wine. Like, I don't know anything about wine. And he's like, well, you know, let's dance or, you know, whatever, whatever it was. Yeah. The interaction that they had was really very intriguing yes it was i think uh at this point he's really willing to do what's necessary to get her to agree right 
So he's, you know, charming. I mean, it doesn't hurt that he's fucking banging hot. Yeah. But, I mean, they have their moment. They have chemistry. They both know they have chemistry. Right. And he's like, I'm definitely going to get this girl to do this, like, three-month, we'll call it a situationship. Right. Uh, So he does all he honestly can do to, like, make her feel comfortable so that she agrees to this. Yeah. So at the dinner thing, they, like, dance and he's charming and whatever. And he asks her to meet him for dinner the next night. And so she was like, okay, well, cool. What's your name? And he was like, nope, it'll be better if you, it's, like, more of a buildup. Yeah. We, you know, just don't know. And then we'll meet tomorrow for dinner. And she's like, okay. So she goes to dinner and he kind of starts to explain to her that he's not going to give her his name. And she's like, that's kind of weird. Like, is that an Australian thing or is that like a you thing? Because in the United States, mm-hmm. pretty much like, you know, within the first two yeah. sentences of conversation with the new person, you've introduced yourself. Yeah. And so he's just like, well, it's just got to be that way. And I don't do names. And she's like, well, then that means you're married with kids. Like you've got 2.5 kids and you're married and you're just being shady. And he was like, nope, I'll confirm to you that none of those things are happening and whatever. So what he does end up telling her is essentially he has these arrangements and she is just floored. Like she doesn't know if she wants to be pissed off or super interested. So it's very, it's written very interesting, like how she's portraying that battle in her mind. Where do I get my ticket for crazy train? I'm on board. On board. On board. Zero red flags. We get to fuck for three months. You're hot. You're rich. I'm going to live the life of luxury for three months and I don't need to deal with any personal anything. I'll call you whatever I want. Yeah. Because he's pretty much saying like, I won't do this. Right. We're going to do this. Right. And you're going to have the time of your life. Cool. Yeah. Where do I sign up? I'm not going to tell you my name or my identity. Cool. Don't need it. Yep. That's fine. Yep. Uh, We're going to stay monogamous to each other. Cool. During this time. Yep. We are going to fuck. Yes. Just to make sure that you're aware. Like this is a sex thing. So we are going to fuck. And we, at the end of three months, after I've given you the time of your life, we're going to walk away from each other and never have contact again. Peace out. And she's (laughs) like, no. What? Yep. She says no. I want to punch her in the face at this point. Yeah. I'm so annoyed. What do you mean no? Yeah. Why? Yeah. And that's exactly what her best friend does. Yeah. Why would you say no? I know. Like, yeah. I, I cannot. Yeah. So she, like, says no, <sighs> decides she's going to leave the restaurant, goes out to the car. He follows her. She gets in the car. He gets in the car with her. Yep. He's like, I'm just going to make sure it's like my driver. So I'm just going to make sure that you get home. Okay. And then he keeps telling her, just think about it. Like understand the pressure that is off of us. Right. To know that something that has a start date is going to have an end date. So there's no expectations of love, no expectations of marriage or children. Nothing is going to continue. You'll never have to see me again, but man, these three months are going to be the best of your life. It's the boyfriend experience. Right. Because he's not just telling her that it's just about sex, but he wants right. to make it clear sex is involved and is completely on the table. Right. So I don't know. She does think about it and she does decide to meet him the next day. And then she does agree to say yes. But she thinks she knows his name at this point because he has catered to her that morning breakfast for her and her friends yeah mimosas scones yeah. like a delivery just shows up and it says it's from lachlan 
smart. Again, this man. Because she thinks that she has won. She's got a leg up now because she thinks that's his actual name. Right. It is not, obviously. No. It's a it's a piece of his name, mm-hmm. a piece of his last name, but she doesn't know that. No. So she thinks he has a leg up, or she thinks she has a leg up, but he's like, no, girl, I have a leg up. Yeah, because when she right. goes to meet him, and she was like, well, thanks, Lachlan. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. Yeah. And she was like, does it bother you to know that I found that out? And right. he's like, well, that's not really my right. name, but you needed something to call me, so there you go. Right. And she's like, motherfucker. Yeah. So she comes up with her own name, yep, Paige. Paige. How unsexy. Blood. I think it's her middle name. I don't know. I'm just like, you couldn't have found, like, pick something else. Yeah. Paige. Yeah. It doesn't even fit her. Like, I think that's the thing. Is like, even though Lachlan is not his name, it still fits him. Yeah. Paige just did not fit her. I don't know. I didn't like it. Well, and I think, because he finds out her name eventually, too. Yeah. Because the roommate lets it slip or something like that. And so then, you know, halfway through this book, he's going to start calling her Laurelyn. Yeah. You didn't, you know, never were really a Paige. Right. Um, and just spoiler, later on in the book, she's going to find out his real name. Yeah, well, It's Lachlan for a long time. Yes. So they agree to do this thing. Okay, cool. So they start agreeing to sleepovers at the vineyard. So he's literally staying in this house, this mansion in his vineyard. Mm-hmm. And he really does get up and put on like work clothes and go out and work in the wine areas and the grapes. And Listen. Shit. You take me to a vineyard with mm-hmm. all the fucking wine I can drink. I will never leave. I know. <laughs> I would listen at three months time. You can leave. But like, can I stay here and like chill in the vineyard? Right. Um. She had a great time. Yeah. It was definitely relaxing to be there. And I, it was shocked me because we know that he's all rich and powerful yeah. and whatever, but that he gets his hands dirty. Yeah. So I, I like that. Cause she thinks he just works for the owner that owns the vineyards. Right. Like she doesn't know that he owns them. Um, can we talk about, uh, the underground wine cellar? Yes. Sexual situation. Do it. Okay. So he takes her out to this house and he like takes her around And they go into, like, this underground, like, wine cellar situation with, like, stone walls and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he comes up behind her and essentially, like, removes her pants, Mm -hmm. sets her on the table, goes down on her, and expects nothing in return. Mm -hmm. So she gets off. And he's like, pull up your pants. We're going for a picnic down in the middle of the fucking vineyard. <laughs> yes, please. Yes. Thank you. Thank like, you. And at this point, she still hasn't really said yes. Right. She's still, like, deciding. That would... If you have not decided now, bitch, you crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Yeah. I feel like everything he does like has a purpose yeah every way the way that he moves and the way that he speaks and yeah the things that he says because he's he real naughty yeah he real naughty and he real filthy mouth yeah and we like that here at the smut yes so we do that definitely worked out yeah i don't even know what your fucking name is at this point and i don't I care but i your actual do name is. do not care yep don't care nope don't care. if your tongue can do that yep your name is irrelevant yes you know um, she does agree yeah. to this duh. relationship, duh. And he really does treat it like a relationship. Yes. I mean, they are staying a couple of days at a time together. Yeah. 
and then he might have to leave to go do something. There's also the holidays are around this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like as time, you know, goes on, they do get personal mm-hmm. as far as like how they grew up and where they're from sort of, but they still don't do names. Right. So he knows that her parents are garbage. Yeah. And she knows that he's close with his family. Yeah. But they don't really know like personal details as far as like names and birthdays and all of that. Right. So it is a relationship. Yeah. Minus names, really, is yeah. kind of how I took it. Yeah. I think um, with her parents, what's kind of interesting in her storyline there is that, like, she gets these calls from her mom, and her mom is telling her, like, you really need to pull the trigger on this. Like, it's time. And if you want your career to go anywhere, blah, blah, blah. Well, you find out that her mom is kind of an unsuccessful country music star and had an affair with a very famous country music star. And that's how you have little Larry mm-hmm. L at this point. I was fucking yeah. her name. So her mom, who's raised her poor this whole entire time, yeah. never asked the dad for anything. And she's telling her now, you need to go to your actual bio dad and tell him who you are and he can help you in your career so that you can make yeah. it. And she doesn't want to do that. No. And she's, she's bouncing these ideas off of quote unquote Lachlan at this point. Yeah. And she's just letting him know, like, please don't think my mom's a shitty mom. Like she worked her entire life for me and we, you know, scratched and, and saved for everything that I have and all this type of stuff. And so she was like, but I don't want to pull that trigger and, and, have this man in my life and then come at it and be like, this is how I got famous. Like that's yeah. not what I'm looking to do. So it's also a soul searching yep. for her. So she's experiencing her like sexual, you know, her desires through this mm-hmm. man and he's given her every bit of desire yeah. and pleasure you can think of. And then she's also at, you know, at another country and she's doing all these things and it's great. She's a character. I really, really enjoy. Yeah. What I didn't like is that well, these couple of days that she'll take going home, back to the apartment, Ben gets more and more aggressive right. because she's spending time away yep. with Lachlan. Yes. And it's creepy. It is creepy. He, okay. So we're, we're going to skip to Christmas. It's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And she essentially tells Lachlan, I'm not going home. I'm going to be by myself because I don't want to go with Addison and Ben to their parents. Right. So I'm just going to be here. And he, so he's like, okay, like, so she, on her own, he goes to his family and he kind of tells his mom that he has a girlfriend. Right. And she's like, well, where is she? It's Christmas time. And he's like, well, I, she's, you know, at home and his mom, whom by the way, I love. She's a national treasure. Yeah. Uh, is like, no. Like you need to leave. You I need raised to, you yeah. Better than this. You need to go. Yeah, like you're rude. You need yeah. to be with your girl. She can't be alone. Yeah. So he shows up mm-hmm. for her, and uh, they Ben does too. Ben does too. Yeah. So that's awkward. Yep. And Ben does end up attempting to kiss her. Mm-hmm. He gets drunk and he like says mean things and tries to kiss her. And she tells Lachlan mm-hmm. and he's like, pack your shit. You're moving in with me. Yep. Speed. And she does. And she does. Yeah. And Addison, I, 
I understand that Ben is her brother, but she just kind of like brushes it off. Like, oh, he was drunk. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, don't leave. You don't need to leave. And Lorelin's like, no, it is a big deal. Go bye. Right. Which. Because Addison isn't even at the apartment no. most of the time. She's, She's staying across the yes, hall in Zach. Zach, in Zach's apartment. And there are times that Elle is like laying in bed and she's hearing Ben and yeah. like to think that he might come in and force yeah. himself on her or something like is, is a real threat. Yeah. It's a, a constant fear. Yeah. So she signed up pretty quickly to be like, I'm safe at the vineyard. Like, yeah. I, I will still talk to Addison. We'll work through those, this bullshit, but I'm not going to stay here. Right. So, you know, they get closer because she lives there. Right. So she starts understanding he's getting phone calls from his family and you know that kind of stuff yeah now i will say at this point okay so you're you're moving in with this guy Mm -hmm. and for me and i i'm personally myself i i have always been able to have sex without emotion like in my younger years Mm -hmm. but when you're with somebody when you're living with somebody Mm -hmm. And you're having sex all of the time and you're sharing all of these things. At what point do you believe feelings are going to get involved? Right. I mean, come on. Yeah. So feelings get involved. Well, and uh, on his side too. Yes, on his side too. Yeah. So for me at this point, I feel like they're acting like they're in the same situation as they were four week three weeks ago mm-hmm. but there's feelings involved but neither of them are willing to admit that there's feelings here right so there's a monkey wrench there's always a monkey wrench we're gonna talk about it after the break yes okay okay we're back yes all right so while they're staying at this vineyard weird shit keeps happening right there's like a fire in the vineyard, like grapes are poisoned, which is the main reason that he is even at this vineyard and staying here because they need to figure out what the hell's going on. Right. So while he is down dealing with all that shit, mm-hmm. uh, Laurelyn is up at the house and this woman shows up. Just out of the fucking blue. Out of the blue. Like you have to drive a minute yeah. to get to this vineyard. Yep. And She's essentially like, I'm his wife. He likes to do this. I let it go on because it makes him happy. But we have kids (laughs) and we're like happily married. You need to leave and never come back. Right. Now. (laughs) If I were Laura Lynn, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, Take your skanky ass out of this house. I don't know who you are. You need to leave. Right. Because at this point, they have a full-blown relationship. He's already told you he's not married. Nothing that he's doing is even remotely saying he's keeping secrets. Right. And instead, she's like, oh, my God. I can't believe it. I'm packing up my shit right now and I'm leaving. I didn't know about you. I'm so I can't. sorry. Yeah. I. Where's... I know. Where's the trust? Have a backbone. I don't know. Anything. I would, I mean, I could understand her point of view on this if he would have done something that would have made her suspicious. Right. But like he took calls from his family in front of her. Right. Like wasn't trying to hide when he got phone calls. Right. He just didn't tell her his name. Right. That's it. 
he shared with her like how he's grown up and he's explained that he's famous but she doesn't know it yeah so that's why his name should just stay out of it, yeah kind of a thing and she's like, okay, I don't give a fuck. Like, sh- he's held nothing back. Right, except his name. <laughs> so for me, like, A, this is where her age shows. B, girl. Come on. Yeah. So the lady leaves. And she's like, I'll be back. And when I get back, you need to be gone. So she packs her shit. Mm-hmm. And he happens to come back. Right. And he's like, what are you doing? Why is all your shit all packed up? And she's like, oh, well, I met your wife. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And he, like, explains it. And she's just like, oh, sorry. And he's like, it's fine. It's okay. End of discussion. Yeah. What? I really thought that would go on longer. I, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry is, uh, quite frankly, just not enough for me. Yeah. And does he tell her, though, at this point, that one of the 12 actually knows his name and yes. that's who he thinks that yeah. person was. Right. So he does tell her that. Yeah. Okay. I don't that's know. that's what she is. That's who this bitch is. Right. Like, he knows that <clears throat> whenever the grapes got poisoned and the fire yeah. and stuff started, like, he's he's suspicious of sabotage. Like, yeah. He knows someone is trying to sabotage. Yeah. But he doesn't quite link it to, like, an ex or whatever. But when a strange lady shows up and starts going right. all wackadoo... Like, then he's like, oh, yeah, let me just, there was, there was one crazy yes. bitch, and she did find out more than what she was supposed yeah. to, and she's having a bit of a yeah. time, let it go, super sorry right. about that, but no, I'm not married with children, she doesn't mean anything to me. Also, can we just, on a side note, you are a rich, famous, hot bachelor. Billionaire. Billionaire. Mm-hmm. And these relationships you have, whether it be a week, a month, or whatever, end. And, right, it's, like, end of discussion. You never see or talk to each other again. Do you think that, like, these women aren't going to find out who you are after the fact and, like, try and come find you? Yeah. Like, come on, sir. I know. Like. That is because of, it's 12. You're trying to tell me that you don't have a couple more crazies in that bucket of 12? Right. Like, I could foresee a couple of people being like, okay, this is what I agreed to. This is what I signed right. up for. It was a great time right. for a couple of weeks. Peace out. Like, I'm done. Yeah. Cool. But there's got to be more than just one crazy right. coming out the woods. I mean, you had sex nonstop. Yep. You're rich, so you've given them the time of their lives. And you think they're just going to walk away? Right. No. Women, that is not yeah. real life. No. Like, for me, the whole, like no name situation like we're gonna leave each other and never see or speak to each other again it's just not realistic especially if you are a celebrity right because if you're a celebrity here in the u.s and you're you think you no one knows who you are in australia or england or what come on mm-hmm. come on mm-hmm. it's just not realistic no so I'm not shocked that women are coming out of the fucking woodwork because Jill doesn't know this because she has not read the other books. But more women come out of the woodwork. Uh, Shocking, I know. Is. There it is. But in book one, you just have one psycho, right? Yeah. But uh, and you know, of course, Laura Lynn. F, you know, he explains himself, and she obviously feels bad. But I think in the back of her mind, she is like worried. Mm-hmm. That all she's just another number. Well, a that's what you signed up for. I understand yes. you have feelings now, but his past is gonna come back. 
Yeah. And you have to be okay with that. You sign, you essentially, if there were no feelings, you would be a part of his past. Mm-hmm. You can't like, can, I, I feel like, I don't know if your husband does this. Mine does like you bring shit up from the past. Like, Oh, well, you didn't clean your, you didn't do the dishes two weeks ago. Like bitch, that was two <laughs> weeks ago. I'm moving on. I don't even remember yesterday. You right. know, like you just can't, you can't continuously pull shit. And that's what she does in the series. Mm-hmm. So while in the first book, I actually really liked her. She annoyed me in the last two books. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that. Well, thanks. Yeah. Um, but the the past does come back. Okay. Um, so the relationship that they build in this first book is important because, I mean, they have to have a very strong for like formation of trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the first crack, I feel like, in the series because she can't handle it. Yeah. And she's immediately quick to go straight to, like, the negative. Yeah, well, it reminds <clears throat> me of something that he said in the, when he was starting to bring this arrangement situation to her. And when they talked about the number, the number 12 or whatever. And he was like, it's best if you not think about them because I never do. Yeah. Immediately, I'm like, that's a bad line, sir. Like, that's not the line that's going to get yeah. you the panties at this yeah. point because number 13 is just going to be one of the rest. Yeah. But so she has told him when this first started, she liked the idea of there being an end date because there was nothing to think about for right. the future. But yet she spent the whole book thinking about, I'm falling in love with this man. Yes. And now I have to leave him. Right. So that was weird. Yep. However, he does find a very clever way to deal with Miss Psychopaths. Yes. Why don't you explain that? I liked it. Oh, when he like goes and finds her and meets her. Well, yeah, he like yeah. finds her and he sends her a text like yep. we meet at our place. And apparently their place wasn't a vineyard. Their place was just a hotel room. Correct. So well, he, he never took the women to the vineyard. Right. So right there immediately you're like, okay, Laurelin is different. Mm-hmm. But he does, he puts like a private detective on this girl and like finds all this information about her and acts like he wants her back so that she'll meet him mm-hmm. and of course she does and she thinks like oh okay like we're back together and he's like no i found out all this shit about you and if you don't fucking stop like you're done right like i'm gonna release everything yeah and she does yeah stop i mean well in this book in this book yeah for, for what a, i read anyway for a minute yeah um, but he doesn't tell, I mean, he doesn't tell Laurelin he's doing it. No. He just does it because I think there's a small part of him that thinks that this woman is going to take it much further because she's oh, fucking she's batshit crazy, oh, yeah. you know. He thinks that she's batshit crazy. Yeah. He tells us she's batshit crazy, but yet he does a crazy move for her. Like she shows up like naked, naked. underneath a trench coat yeah. and like walks in the hotel room and strips yeah. down naked. She crazy. And he's like, nope. None no. of that. Don't want any of that. She's no. like, why the fuck did you call me here? He's yeah. like, so I could look you in the eye and tell you I will fuck your shit up yeah. if you don't go away. Yeah. Also, here's a folder of all the shit I have. Right. If you don't want it out, knock it the fuck off. Right. But you know. he doesn't tell Elle that no. he did any of this. No. So that might come back yeah. again later. Good times there. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I think that really happens in this book is where we get to the point to where she finds out who he really is. Because he takes her to, like, a family function. Well, his dad has a heart attack. Right. And so he has to go to the hospital. And uh, 
he wanted her to go with him. Yeah. And she's like, well, but, you know, that, like, defeats the purpose of what we're doing. And at this point, he's like, I don't care. Like, we're past that. And I think we both know we're past that. So she does show up to the hospital with him and finds out his name because his mother calls him Jack Henry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jack Henry. That's what his mother calls him. Right. Okay. So let's keep that to the mother. Mm-hmm. And we'll just call you Jack. Yeah. Jack Henry's weird. She does not. Laurelyn calls him Jack Henry for the whole rest of the fucking series and it drives me absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Well, and she found out their last name from the housekeeper. Yeah. So McLaughlin. So right. Jack Henry... Yeah, I find it very ironic that they both found out each other's names not by the person. Right. But then they were fine with it. Like, once right. they figured it out, yep. they were fine with it. Because one of the times that he came to pick her up when she was still living at the apartment, yeah. Addison let it slip yeah. that her name was Laurelyn. Yep. And he was like, oh. oh. So it's not yep. Paige. Yep. And she's like, well, oh, so it's not Lachlan. It's yeah. Jack Henry. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's not. It's Jack. Jack Henry just... Oh, my name. God. I know. Don't call the name yeah of what your mother that the mom always has their own name yes don't call him jack henry it sounds no. like he's in trouble every time you say his name yes i hated it i know yeah. at least she didn't scream it during sex no i think it was just jack yeah i don't think it was even his name i think it was something else yeah. honestly i don't know there weren't a ton of pet names in this book no no, no. there's a lot of sex though yeah a yeah. lot so she's like met the family now they love her they love her like She's gone back to his childhood home. Yeah. He kind of lets her know, I'm this, like, rich yeah. billionaire wine owner. And she was like, cool, I didn't know who you were. Yeah, and so I don't so care. I don't care yeah. about the money. I don't care about any of that. I don't care about who you were. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. Okay. Yeah. So he's, like, so that's all out of the closet. So this relationship is a real, full-blown yes. relationship at this point. Yeah. But you're at the end. You're at the end of the three months. And it's, in like, a handful of days yeah. Before her flight leaves out of yeah. Australia to go back to Nashville. Yeah. There has been no talk about what happens next. Right. So there is some sex. Yeah. And there is a freak out moment during yeah. sex. Um, and this is, I've never actually read this written out the way yeah. that it was written in the book. So they're literally having sex. Yeah. And they explain this like pop sound or whatever coming from inside her. Yeah. And his condom busts. So he is wearing a condom every single yes. fucking time he's they're having sex. religious about it. Yes. He does not want children. Yeah. Um, so even though she's on birth control and they're only fucking each other and they can prove that they're safe yeah. and whatever, nope, the condom is happening. So the condom breaks and he literally freaks the fuck out on her. Freaks out. Like, in the middle of sex, though. Like, and he <clears throat> wants to know, like, when is your period supposed to come? Like, I need to know, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, okay, that's the weirdest fucking Right. Thing. She's like, I'm on the pill. I'm not ovulating. Like, mm-hmm. it's fine. And he's still freaking out. So, as a reader, and also Laura Lynn, mm-hmm. red flag immediately, what's happening here? Right. Because... You fuck three times a day. Yeah. And there is always a possibility of pregnancy when you fuck that much. Right. And losing his shit over this was like, okay, what's happening here? Like, there's something that, something bigger than this. Mm-hmm. And it for her, it is a red flag. Yeah. Because there's no, again, there's no talk about continuing their right. relationship. And he's very set against yep. pregnancy yeah. and fucking without a condom yeah. in any way. So 
she's really taking this experience negatively. Yeah. And like, this really is going to end. Yeah. So now she's going to make her right. escape plan. Yeah. So she decides, um, she's actually gives him a wrong date of her flight yeah. and she leaves the day before. Yeah. And it's one of those things where she just, you know, they have their last night together, but he doesn't know what's their yeah. last night. Although I feel like he, he knows something's up. He doesn't know what it is. Yeah. Cause she's starting to break away from yeah. him. She's starting to pull back a little bit, but they're still fucking. Yeah. And they do, and he leaves the next morning thinking he's got one more day with her, yeah. and then she leaves, and she leaves him again. Yeah. yeah. For me, I feel like that's a coward's way out. I would have had the, I would have had it out, like a whole fucking conversation. Yeah. But yeah, she leaves, and he realizes and panics and tries to go and find her. Yeah, he goes to the airport. Yep. Uh, he tries to find out, like, apparently there's just so many flights that would leave from, like, Sydney yeah. to connect to go to LA or um you know wherever yeah. else it is that she was supposed to go so he, that was a bus so then he has to drive to ben's apartment yeah and ben is like absolutely not i'm not telling you shit you, dude i'm yep. not telling you shit and he's like can you at least tell me her last name and he was like you've been fucking her for three months and you don't know her last name yeah and he's like that's the agreement that he had and he's like well she must be holding up her end of the agreement then because she left you yeah so she's gone and i'm not giving you her phone number i'm yep. not giving you my sister's phone number i'm not giving you the last names Move the fuck on. Yep. Ouch. Ouch. That's it. Yep. And then the last chapter of the book is where her and Addison are together and she's crying and she's, you know, crying in her sleep or something like that. And Addison's like, you need to get your shit together. You know, you know, you fell in love with them, but you know, you decided to leave. Right. Like, and she's like, I'm not in love with him. And she's like, okay. Yes, you are. Shut the fuck up. Yes, you are. Like, yep. it's a bad look. Yeah. Bad look for you. Yeah. And that's how it ends. Yeah. It's crazy. It, I mean, I read the second book immediately following and it is good. I mean, the second book is just as good as the first. Yeah. So definitely read them that's for it. sure. Yeah. What yep. would you dick score it overall? Hmm. I'd give it a five. Yeah. Yeah. Good plot line. Good monkey wrenches. Not enough for me to be annoyed. I liked both characters. I liked the side characters. There really wasn't anything about it that I didn't like. I did, you know, I did feel like the whole not, no one knows me thing was a slightly unrealistic, but it didn't like ruin the book for me. Yeah. I'd give it a five. Yeah. I mean, I, this is not the first time I've read it. So, I mean, if I keep reading that, then I feel like that says a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't read anything else from Georgia Cates though. There's a lot out there. Is there? Yeah. I think I will give it a four. Um, I think I just reserve my fives for like my blow your mind mafia books. Yeah. And I usually, because mafia is yeah. my genre yep. of choice or whatever, I think that they're a little meaner. And so yeah. Jack was very naughty and I appreciated yeah. all of that. Yeah. But only like his freak out that he had about the pregnancy. Yeah. Thing, that was the only time he was ever kind of gruff. Yeah. And I usually like him a little bit more gruffer than that. So. Yeah. I think if I were to add in, excuse me, I think if I were to add in the third book, I might drop the dick score a bit. Mm. Maybe to like a 4.7. Does the series wrap up though? In the yeah. Book? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a pretty bow. Pretty bow. You know. Probably with children and shit at the end. Maybe. Oh, okay. I will not spoil it. Of course you won't. Okay. All right. So next week we have. In Flight. Yep. 
by R.K. Lilly. Yes. I have not read these. I don't know what these are about, but I'm assuming there's an airplane involved. Uh, there is, yes. Okay. I've, I mean, I read it years ago, like five plus years ago. So it has been a while. So I am going to have to fully reread. Yeah. But I liked it enough to keep it in my library. Yeah. So that, it, so. yeah. Yeah. But yes, it does involve an airplane. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that so. Yep. All right. Okay, guys. I hope you have a great week. Goodbye. So before you get on with your day, be sure to check us out on our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as The Smut Hive, done by yours truly, our IT expert. <laughs> Follow, like, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at smuthive at We would love to hear from you. We better hear from you.